became a call Now it's time The Babysitter's Club Hi, hi, and welcome to the Babysitter's Club. Club. Club? Dan, say club. Uh, it's a podcast. Club. What? Club, thank you. Club. Dan. It's a podcast with me, Jack Shepard. with me, Tanner Greenring. And we have a guest. Hi. And it's Dan Shannon. Hello, Dan. Welcome. Hello, friends. How are you? We needed to bring a guest in today um, because we're doing. Um, we realize that there is a like as completists that there is a piece of babysitters uh, club media that we have never um, properly tackled. Yeah. Um, uh, but in order to tackle it, we needed an expert. One final piece. It feels like. It feels this like one final piece of the puzzle here, um, and it. I think. If we do it right, it's going to provide the answers to all the many burning questions that we've had for the last five years. Yeah. Um, so what we're going to be talking about today is the Babysitter's Club mystery. Tanner, you want to say it kind of mysterious, and we'll try take another yeah. run at that. The Babysitter's Club mystery. Game. Yeah. Game. By Milton Bradley. Um, and so we brought in Dan because... So should, Dan, I, should I explain? Um, yeah, can you do yeah. it? Um, Dan is someone we met uh, a few years ago, and then okay, we asked perfect. him, perfect. I asked him if he would be the DM at my bachelor party back in 2015, mm-hmm. and he agreed to. Um, DM is short for Dungeon Master. Yeah, it's to it's play a, a host D&D of a Dungeons and Dragons role-playing yep. game experience for the uninitiated. Um, and then Jack was still in New York at that time, so he was part of the group, yeah. but then obviously Jack left. But yeah. Dan and I have maintained a, a relationship where we are both Perfect, friends, yeah. and he remains the, the DM of our uh, Dungeons and Dragons group to this day, even yeah. though we haven't played during the pandemic at all. Because um, Welcome, Dan. Why don't you... Why don't you tell um, the listeners um, how how we met you? Uh, Jack and I have <laughs> been friends for a long time, um, like 15 years. Yeah, like that. thank you. Um, thank you. And also everything Tanner said was also true. <laughs> yeah. And I want it noted for the record that I DM groups that both of you are in independently. Yes. Separate. At the moment. That's so true. So we have multiple... Yeah. Um, well, that's sort of true because you've you don't DM our group anymore, and you still do DM Jack's group. That's true. Yeah, that so. is true. So, in case you were wondering which of you was my favorite friend, now the that, one, that, <laughs> the one you've been friends with for much of your adult life, mm, most of in fact. yeah. So, we wanted to bring in a professional to help us um, to, to kind of walk us through this game and to act as a guide through this experience. It's a it's a role playing game. I've read yeah, the rules. You play a role. It's a it's a yeah. collaborative storytelling game. So we yeah. thought, you know, who better to invite to sort of lead the gameplay than our mm-hmm. own DM? Dan, what do we call you, Dan M? No, Dangen Master. Dangen Master. Dangen Master. That's I'm, perfect. I'm pumped. I've never run this system before. Um, I've heard about <laughs> it. You know, um, yeah. the module seems pretty cool. Um, the rules are a little janky, <laughs> but I, I think we're gonna. I think we're gonna be okay. We'll figure it out. The the D and D rule book is pretty dense and and big and thick. Yeah, this, this one rule I think book is, is very brief. A little to be desired, yeah. but um, you know, it's more narrative focused, I think, than than rules focused, which I like in a game. Yeah, I like the magic. There's system. a lot of room to kind of spread your wings and explore the characters. Um, so it's called the Babysitters Club Mystery Game. Mystery, Mystery game, game. Sorry, yep. um, 
And it says, I'm looking at the cover here, create your own mystery story as you uncover the clues. We've got all of the babysitters except Abby, I think. It's I'm Sorry, it's the it's the Babysitters the Club here. mystery game by Milton Bradley, who I guess is like the Gary Gygax yeah. of, okay, yeah. of this system. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Le- legendary uh, game designer Milton Bradley. Yeah, and they're all so the the picture on the cover here. I guess this is um, looks like a Hodges Swallow drawing. Um, oh, and it? it's someone has been murdered, and the girls are kind of ha- laughing it up. Uh, Marianne is holding the the yellow pages. Yeah, <laughs> for some that's, reason, and that's just where like, you start. Anytime you're trying to solve <laughs> a murder. Yeah, you go to your local phone booth, you get all of your best friends, grab a map yeah. and a flashlight, and then just kind of go through the yellow And look pages. how much fun they're having. They're all laughing. They're having a blast, and they're right at the border of the town of Stony Brook. I, I'm just saying this because some of this might come into play. I don't know. I haven't really looked at this game yet. We're just cracking it yeah. out open. Shall we, um, do we want to just like cut right into it? T- Dan, this is the fastest Tanner and I have ever gotten to content. Well, we can, so good. I'm like, we can keep I'm like, if we want. I like to bring the best out of people, you know, it's really <laughs> part of what the role is as Dungeon Master. Um, <laughs> yeah. Dan, how long have you been playing D&D? Uh, 32 or 33 years. Wow, Something that's... along those lines. Yeah. Wow. Most of your life. Most of my life. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's crack this open. Let's start this um, mysterious All babysitters right. club. Adventure. How do we start? Right. Do you um, want to do some like world building? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, build so, this world for so us. just to tell you what I have planned. So like, so we're going to use the core rules um, for the module. Um, I, I've got a little bit of homebrew lore and a couple of homebrew encounters that I've kind of worked in. Um, so I'll kind of sprinkle those in. It'll probably be clear what's module and what isn't. Um, Any homebrew races offer on limits? Well, that's what I was going to start with is that I think we should start with character creation, right? Okay. Um, so the module comes with four um, pre-generated characters. Um, the names are Christy Thomas, um, Mary Ann Spire, uh, Claudia Kishi, and Stacey McGill. Um, so I thought each mm-hmm. of you guys could choose one of the pre-generated characters. Um, the names are important because they relate to the story. And then you guys can choose for your character a character class and an alignment that you think fits fits with the character. Um, okay. So, Jack, Tanner, when do you guys want to go first? Well, what, what, there are actually seven characters, but which four did you hone in on again? Uh, Christy Thomas, Christy. Mary Inspire, Spear. Claudia Kishi, and, and Stacy McGill. Okay. I would say Spear. I would say Spear. I know, I know who I'm going to go with. Okay. But I don't want those. A, I don't want a conflict with you. I want our our characters and classes to be complimentary, Jack. Well, out of the, well, we we know who we're not going to go with. No, Neither of us are going to be, and it's it's actually Stakey Stakey McGill. Stakey, so it's, I it's see. It's Marianne Spear and Stakey McGill. Got it. Yeah, but that's you know these fantasy names. You know, it's just yeah. it's like hard to parse them <laughs> yeah, sometimes. Yeah. It's just like come on, Saruman. Like, what are we talking about? Kvoth. <laughs> you expect me to say Kvoth? Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so um, Tanner's going to be Christy. I'm going to be Christy, yeah. Yeah. And I'm going to be Claudia. Whoa. Yeah. Oh, so here's the thing. It's like you told me this once. Your approach to role-playing games like this is you don't like to play characters who are too close to yourself, so you don't like to play right. like snooty intellectuals. Yes. <laughs> you like to go with like dumb barbarians and stuff like that right and i learned that the hard right. way by by playing a snooty intellectual in a couple of campaigns and just like it being just like not role-playing at all <laughs> just more real life 
Not yeah. what we're looking yeah, for. Yeah, just more, you know, and that's what we're trying to escape here. That's right. Um, so I'm going to be Claudia Kishi, a vice president, because I got a phone in my room. Yep. And I'm I'm Christy Thomas Brewer, and I am um, the leader. Excellent. Yep. And I'm well, sporty. Well, That'll come out in the gameplay, I think, Tanner, in terms of who the leader is. But um, I hear what you're saying. Okay. Um, all right. Character <laughs> character classes. Character classes. What are we thinking? Okay. It, what are we talking? 5e? Yeah. 5e kind of standard, standard D&D. I mean, I'm open to something off book if you have something particular in mind. Paladin. Interesting. Interesting choice. Why Paladin? Strong leadership abilities. Kind of that chivalrous vibe. Um, Christy Thomas in the books canonically is good at turning undead. Like Got turning it. them Ooh. away, so I think it makes sense. Can I choose my race too? Sure, let's human. do it. I want to uh, stay human paladin. Stay, An inspired choice. Character. Yeah. Well, so are we going? Does that does that lock me in, Dan? Does does uh, does Claudia have to be kind of a fighter? Since we've got a, um, it's up to you. I mean, paladin and a magic and fighter person. are technically both martial classes, so you could think about. So you could do that. You could kind of go in more of a caster direction. Um, Dan, do you, always hand- do you know much about the Babysitters Club? Um, Me, Dan, I know yeah. you do. Uh, my, I've watched the show with my daughter. Um, okay. so and have, our, we know yeah, them. We're yeah, I know the characters. Yeah. Um, okay. Claudia is sort of like a artist. She's like a creative. Is there a D and D class that? Maybe a bard. Bard would be good. I like bard. I'm, I've never been a bard before. I'm going to be a bard, and then can I could do some like cool, cool barf. like music magic. Yep. Don't say barf. We're working together. It's collaborative, right? No, it's collaborative. Competitive. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to be a bard. Um, yeah, that's actually perfect for Claudia. And then, what's my race? You're a human. Yeah. I want to be something. Can I be like a dark elf? Yeah. From the Underdeep? Um, I feel like that's too obvious. They're also mean. I think they're mean. Yeah, I, Claudia's not mean. mean. Maybe a dwarf. Yeah. Oh, uh, dwarf go. is good. I'm going to be a, 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 a bardic dwarf. All right. So we have we have uh, Christy, our human paladin, played by Tanner. Mm-hmm. And we have Leader. Claudia, our dwarfish bard, played by Jack. This is a, yes. a, good, okay. a good party. I like how this is okay. shaping up already. All right. Um, so the module comes with some introductory text um, to kind of set the tone. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and read that now. Excellent. Read? Yes. Okay. Tell. Tell, tell, us, tell us the tale yeah. of Stony Brook. Oh, great dungeon master. This meeting of the Babysitter's Club will officially come to order, I announced. <laughs> I sat down in the director's chair in Claudia Kishi's bedroom where, as usual, we were holding our babysitter's club meeting. Something crunched underneath me. Hey, I cried. I jumped back up. Oops, said Claudia, scooping a package of chocolate chip cookies off the chair. I wondered where I'd put those. Um, would you like some cookies, Christy? Don Schaefer began to crunch a pretzel nervously. Stacy McGill stared hard at the toe of her shoe. Marianne Spear looked extra solemn. Mallory Pike took her glasses off and began to polish them. Jesse Ramsey's mouth. Ramsey. Ramsey. Jesse Ramsey's mouth started to twitch. Claudia started laughing. <laughs> As president of the Babysitter's Club, I was responsible for upholding our dignity, right? Wrong. 
couldn't help it. I started laughing too. That did it. We all burst out laughing. We were still laughing when the phone rang. Shh! I said. I forced myself to speak calmly into the phone. Babysitter's Club. I listened for a moment, then said, It sounds great, Mrs. Radowski. I'll call you back in a few minutes. I hung up the phone. Mrs. Radowski is planning a surprise party for Jackie, I reported. Tuesday after school. She needs two sitters. <laughs> Marianne flipped open the appointment book and ran her finger down the page. We're all free that day. A surprise party for Jackie Radowski, said Claudia. That's great. Of course, Jackie is always full of surprises. True, said Claudia. Jackie isn't the only one who's been, well, a challenge to the Babysitter's Club. Remember the practical Joker? Claudia made a little face. We nodded sympathetically. One of Betsy's jokes had caused Claudia to break her leg. Don't forget the snobs, said Stacy. They were pretty amazing. So, I said, who's going to help out at the party for Jackie on Tuesday? We all looked at each other. Then we all began to smile. I picked up the phone and dialed Mrs. Radowski. Mrs. Radowski, this is Christy Thomas. I'm calling back to tell you which members of the Babysitter's Club will be handling Jackie's surprise party. I hope it's okay if we all do it. Yes, of course. Great. We can hardly wait. <gasps> oh! Oh! Oh, something Jack, is- are you okay? Do you want me to call the police? Oh! Jack, are you okay? God! It's or like, I guess like sheriff, you're in like Texas, right? It's just like incredibly hot and incredibly cold all at the same time. Yeah, are you okay? Like, it's both like the most intense pain I've ever had, but also weirdly pleasurable. Yeah, you're hard as a rock, I can tell from here. Are you okay? <laughs> no, I don't think so. I'm going to text Sarah. Oh, actually, no, it's passing. Okay. God, what was that? I think I was having a thack attack. Jesus, a thack attack. It's been so long. <laughs> yeah. I almost didn't recognize the symptoms. Yeah. Nola Thacker must have written that one. Yeah. I thought it was I thought it was from right out of Dan's imagination and he made it he brought it to life in such a way. I, I wish yeah, I had no. homebrewed it. I mean th- th- I, like I said, I added some of my own flavor to the module, yeah, but yeah. this is this is the core this is the core intro. I like the lore though, it's good. Um yeah. Jackie's a good it really sets a scene. Yeah, it really, really yeah. kind of sets the, the emotional stakes for the story, I feel. And it's set up so Jack, you're you're not as uh practiced in uh role playing games as I am. But uh yeah, Okay. <laughs> What uh, what Dan was doing there, he was setting up the BBEG. Okay. Uh, Jackie Radowsking this this walking disaster. Okay, and, and so that's like a, a sub game foreshadowing. No, no, no. It's okay. the main game. It's like Tiamat. Oh, okay. Remember that time we okay. fought Tiamat? Yes, I do remember. Jackie that. Radowski yeah. is Tiamat. Okay, I got you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, uh, well, I'm excited to get into it. We've got a game board. We've got um, we got some si- two six sided die. Yeah, minor, is, minor, um, two d sixes. Yeah, thank minor, you, minor Jack. Greasy. Sorry, in a way that's pretty disconcerting. Yeah. Minor greasy and um, my uh, the my babysitters club mystery 
a game by Milton Bradley that I ordered off the internet that did have trash in it. <laughs> yeah. What kind of trash? <laughs> uh, it was just like a crumpled up piece of, of foil. I am in love with my game. It is well loved. It, somebody has played this game like the way that it was like intended could, to be you played. You frame this. And like, it's, it's gorgeous. It's a beautiful it. game. They put way more effort than you would expect them to put into this this cash grab really, for the like success of the mysteries <laughs> it really is like surprisingly well produced and well out. like the, there's a lot of like all the pieces have these moving parts it's really uh it's really something it's beautiful i'm excited it's very tactile uh all right let's get into it so gentlemen our, let's get our first it. step is to um set what the mystery actually is so um okay. if you will uh consult with your mystery case your fucking job DM? choice cards it's an interactive game tanner it's like we're gonna you know we we build the story together we're working together how much of how much how much okay. dnd have we played together? have you ever heard of a collaborative okay. storytelling exactly. quite a bit yeah exactly yeah <laughs> um all right so we have four questions that we need to uh answer who did it what was involved why it happened and where it happened and what we're going to do is choose the core attributes for each of those four questions and then as we yeah. play the game we're gonna we're gonna bait we're gonna build off that and kind of figure out exactly who it was that did it exactly what was involved etc right so um so our first question is we have to choose from this list that you have in front of you who did it and what is it it's a murder yeah it we doesn't determine what it say, is a crime of passion uh, i have just assumed it's a murder I mean, like, yeah, why, I think it's, why would you go through all this trouble for, like, a wallet theft, I feel like, you know? Um, let's, to, to be safe, let's assume it's a series of murders. Yeah. Mm, yeah. I'll tell you the ones I'm immediately attracted to on the who did it list. Okay, so we've got, we've got this card here that comes with the game that gives us options in all those categories. Yeah. Right. And I think it was a, it's got to be a ghost, right? Either Tanner? a ghost or a dancer. Those are the two that yeah. really hopped out. Can we me. say ghost dancer, yes. Dan? I'll Dan? allow it. I'll allow it. It's yeah, against that's rules, homebrew. But um, yeah, we're going to homebrew it. I mean, the point of the game is to have fun, right? So we're going to say... It's a ghost dancer. We're going to say it's a ghost dancer. So I'm going to write in my yeah. um, wax crayon, ghost. <laughs> oh, yeah. Human. I should write that too. Dancer. All right, we ghost dancer. So right. can I ask you this? Because someone has filled out my one, and I don't know if this is the correct answer or just what they said. They said, it's Christy who's solving it. A janitor did it. Money was involved. Why it happened was adventure, and where it happened was cemetery. Is that accurate? No, because we already know who did it was ghost dancer. Oh, yeah, you're right. Okay. So I'm going to ignore her advice here. It's a, I'm going to write ghost dancer. Is it sacrilegious to erase this person's like fifteen year old, like probably twenty? This game year came old, out in ninety two. Thirty year old. It's the last time someone played it. Yeah, I mean, if they didn't want somebody to erase their game board, they shouldn't have sold it on eBay or wherever you buy it. <laughs> you know what I mean? They thought they were okay. selling it to a museum. Right. I'm gonna just write ghost dancer. Ghost dancer, it is. Um, all right. Next, what was involved? Bunch of good choices here. Okay. Um, I like sports car. Uh, I like computer. I, I like sports car. I like computer. Um, can we say computer sports car? Could we do like Kit from Knight Rider? Let's do it. I'll yeah, allow computer it. Sports car. I think computer sports car has got to be what it was. And that's obviously that's to anyone who knows what that is. It's Kit. All right. So we've got Ghost Dancer and computer sports car. Um, yeah. Now we have to determine why. Why it happened. Why did it happen? This is where it gets good. Um, this is where it gets good. Okay. We're talking about greed. Revenge. I like. Yeah. So romance, this is this is really to getting to the motivation of this person. So we've determined that it's a serial killer, right? Theories of hit and runs is what it sounds like. You know. Well, and the ghost dancer. 
I guess like is it like a um, techno geist, right? And maybe it could be a ghost the in the machine computer sports car, that right? That's yeah, 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 the yeah. computer sports car. And I think if it were a confused ghost dancer hacking into a computer curiosity car, curiosity or misunderstanding both hop out at me. I'm not sure that we can combine those, which is my instinct. What about curiosity and temptation? Ooh, I like it. That's the emotional state that I live most of my life in. Curious temptation. It's kind of just like an uncomfortable combination of those two things. Curiosity and temptation. Um, I don't know about you guys, but my wax crayon is having trouble. Yeah. Let's just say curiosity for this one. No, I'm putting curiosity, curious temptation. Okay. I'm just going to write CT. <laughs> That'll now forever be shorthand. <laughs> yeah. Jack's just feeling a little CT right now. <laughs> I'm feeling a little CT. Yeah. Should I eat that weird looking dessert? Feeling a little bit of CT. <laughs> um, all right. Last but not least, where it happens. Okay. So where would a um, a car that's possessed by a ghost in the machine that's both curious and titillated go to do its serial murders? I think a hayride is almost certainly right. Hayride does um, sound right. We could say field trip and just specify where the field trip is. I would think the sex museum in Midtown Manhattan. Yeah. Dan, it's a field trip to the sex museum in Midtown. Yeah, that works. I mean, because field trip is canon here, and then the sex museum is just kind of the flavor that we're adding on it. So, yeah. Um, yeah. And it's not that far from Stony Brook. We don't know exactly where Stony Brook is right. uh, in in the real world and works really hard to try to hide that from us. Right. Um, but we know, know that where the sex like, museum is. It's it's not that long of a drive from the sex museum. Yeah. She has stated that. I've I've books. never been inside because, um, you know, we are sex positive on the show, but I am I am um, sex afraid scared in, in yeah, real life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tanner, are you an incel? Yeah. <laughs> um, by the grace of God, no. <laughs> by the grace of God, no. You do have a child. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it was real touch and go. I think. Yeah. For a little while. That's fair. Um. All right, boys, I think we have it. So um, we are attempting to solve the mystery of the ghost dancer that used the computer sports car to pursue Mm -hmm. its curious temptation at the field trip to the Museum of Sex. And I do believe it's the Museum of Sex and not the Sex Museum. Or whatever. Uh, I would actually call it the Sex Museum. Yeah. Tanner, what would you say? And Um, then we'll just kind of have a vote, I guess. Sex Museum, I think, sounds right. Yeah, I think it's Sex Museum. Museum of Sex. (laughs) Yeah, that doesn't make sense. It's like saying Museum of Art. What? Yeah. <laughs> Which is what they're all called. <laughs> what uh, What do you guys owe me when I'm proven to be right later? Hmm. I'll take You know what I'll do, Dan? I'll take you to the Sex Museum. All right, great. Excellent. <laughs> I love it. My treat. We win e- I win either way, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, good. So now each of you guys is go- so that's the co- that's what we all know. That's like kind of like what's been publicly reported, you know, Stony Brook Gazette. Um, but mm-hmm. now you guys each are in possession of certain secrets, right? Um, so you guys okay. each get to choose uh, two of these categories. Who did it? What was involved? Why it happened and where it happened? And then each of you for two of those categories will be in possession of your own uh, information that the other player has to try to discover. So who wants to be in charge of who did it? Well, I think Me. in the interest of, of fairness, we should probably just choose at random. Yeah. Okay, fine. How do you want to do that? Pull, just pull one of the cards out and tell me what you got. Who did it? Okay, ready? I got who did it too. Here All we right. go. Number two. <laughs> pull another one. 
what was involved. All right. So okay. I got I got uh, Jack for who did it, Tanner for what was involved. Jack and then Tanner. I've got where it where it happened. Where it happened. Which means I've got why it happened. Okay. All right. Now, um, so I think we're going to have to do something where um, one of you guys mutes yourself or otherwise ducks out of the conversation for a minute so that uh, I have to go pee. So I'm going to pop off my headphones and I'll, um, perfect. I'll be the one who doesn't hear what's about to happen. All right. Okay. Then, then can I go pee when you're doing your yeah. thing? I'll be right back. Okay. All right. So for listeners, um, I, what we've got is these like pretty neat little like spinny cards that kind of spin around a, a number of different adjectives that describe the um, the who and in in my case the who and the where and in Tanner's case the what and the why. And so I'm going to be the only person, along with Dan, who is in possession of these adjectives. And the the adjectives, I, by I, I guess I mean um, the bard, dwarf, Claudia, Kishi. Is the only person who knows that um, where it happened. It was, I think. Can I do? I want to do smelling. Oh no, I can do only revolting and dark, messy, smell. Oh, smelly and revolting. Smelly and revolting. So you're saying where it happened? Tanner did it. (sighs) Yeah, (laughs) nailed it. Good, good. And we can say that because he's not here. That's right. I'll tell him when I'll tell him when he's back. Oh, please don't. I'd be very scared. Um, and then so now I'm going to pick. Um, so these. So this is the secret that Claudia has. Right. So what the, the, she knows that it's smelly and revolting. She knows that it was a yeah smelly and revolting field trip to the, to the sex yeah, museum. To the sex museum. Good. And then so I'm going to pick from. Uh, the, so the adjectives for who did it are weird, obnoxious, nervous, dreamy, sloppy, lonely, mischievous, clumsy, new, pushy, and brave. And so, who do we say did it? It's a, it's like a um, kind of a lawnmower man type of character is who I'm imagining. Yeah, ghost, who's kind of ghost, found yeah. themselves inside uh, Knight Rider's car. Uh, so, what do you think? Weird is maybe right. I mean, it, weird is kind of implied through the ghost dancer computer car. You know that is. Sort so of- maybe we don't need Tanner. What are you doing? Get out of here! What are you doing? What are you doing? Are you what done? are you literally putting your headphones back on? Done? We're not done. You're We're trying done. to hear my who did it. Just stay there. I'll signal to you. He can't now. We don't won't be able to signal to him. Um, I think lonely. I want lonely's good. It speaks to motive. Yeah, I want lonely. That's why. Um, and I want. I kind of like new. Yeah. It's like something new in the world. So it's so let me see if he's I can a new ghost it. or man, I don't know if it's a he. It's a new ghost. And it's also just like the the world has changed, right? Yeah. Like the, the, something is is different now because this entity is in the world. And so there's a newness to it. So I've got new and lonely uh for my who did it. Now I'm going to go use the restroom and you can see if you can get Tanner's attention. Good luck. All right. Tanner. 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 This isn't working. Hello. Hello. Tanner, come back. All right, you're back. Good. You know, you, you said at the intro that you and Jack have known each other for 15 years, but that can't be true because I think you and I have probably known each other for close to 10 years. I've lived in New York for 10 years, and then I knew – and I think I met you before then. Yeah, and I knew Jack for five, at least five years before that. Well, good. So you and I are as close as you and Jack. That's right. That's yeah, point. yeah, yeah. Yes, we're all, we all love each other equally. Um, all right. Tanner, you're going to choose yep. uh, two adjectives for to describe the computer sports car that was involved on your little dial. Okay. Expensive, right? That sounds right to me. It is a sports, sports car. car. 
And what is he? Computer sports car. That is expensive. Um, none of these other ones quite fit the bill. I mean, it's certainly unusual to think about a computer sports car being possessed by a ghost dancer. that was the entire premise of Knight Rider. Okay, fine. Unusual and expensive. All right, good. Uh, And then, does that sound right to you? Guide me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm into it. I think it sounds right. And what do I do now? I I flip the little thing. Yeah, you kind of line it up. Yeah, you line it up so that the two adjectives you chose are are lined up at the top. Um, And then you're going to do why it happens. the why it happened. Can I put my headphones back no. on? No. No. Go away. No. Okay. Curious, I'm going to stand back. Go away. Curious temptation, love, and excitement. All right. Curious temptation of love. I mean, they. it is at the Museum of Sex. Um, yeah. Love and what was the other one you said? Excitement. And I, I, what I'm translating that to is like like horniness. Yeah. Yeah. Love excitement. I mean, that it kind of yeah. says it right on the box. Um, okay. Good. We have all of our adjectives. All right, Jack, you can return. Here's, okay, here's what we determine when you're gone, Jack. No, don't tell yeah. him. Dan and I know, have known each other for um, probably close to 10 years, so okay, which it's is, not that I mean, big a deal. It, it's nothing compared to how long Dan and I have known each other. Yeah. But it is at a long time. The, so what does that say? The question, Tanner, is how many uh, times you and I have played squash together is the real question. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dan and I played squash together weekly like cool yeah. professional like bros for a while that is cool <laughs> that's so cool that and cool. so much cooler than anything that you two of you have done together like before work oh, we used to go in the morning that was stupid that we did that like hey want to meet up at the courts before work dan and i have played <laughs> x-wing miniatures together that's true okay. that's, that's <laughs> not before work though cool. We should do that sometime. Okay. I think we should um, take a quick break and then come back and play this game. Let's do it. And now, a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. Um, Dilly dilly, my lord. (laughs) Oh, hey, it's Evil Jack here. I was just workshopping some of the most evil ways to start an ad spot. Evil Tanner couldn't make it today because he's busy trying to break his previous record for how many people he can tell that they should smile more in a 24-hour period. I just wanted to give you an update on our uh, evil company, BetterHelp, uh, where we help evil betters to um, make small, lucrative bets on extremely wicked outcomes. Uh, Like, for instance, I bet that I can accidentally put my own bag on the weighing area of your self-checkout at the grocery store so you have to call someone over to make the machine work again. Well, basically, since you asked, it's going uh, pretty badly um, because apparently the name of our company sounds too much like the name of our sponsor, BetterHelp. See, it's pronounced completely differently. Their online therapy that will uh, pair you with a licensed therapist in no time at all. Um, And in addition to not even really sounding the same as our evil company, BetterHelp is easy to use, it's entirely online, and they are super flexible, so it's no problem to fit them into your own schedule, which is completely the opposite of how we do it. Anyway, everyone's saying that we shouldn't use the name, which causes me grief, anxiety, self-esteem, and LGBT matters. And to make matters worse, um, I can't even get therapy for this stuff because I don't believe that men need therapy because I'm evil. 
If you're ready uh, to give online therapy a try, though, all you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Become your own soulmate, whether you're looking for one or not. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Bedfellows today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Bedfellows. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Okay, and we're back. Uh, Dan, do you want to kind of briefly explain to the listeners what we've done in the in the uh, the hiatus here? Yes, we have. Uh, so we have placed a series of babysitting job tokens across the map, various houses throughout Stony Brook, where there are babysitting jobs to pick up. Um, each of the players has their own uh, has four of their own jobs that they're going to go try to do, and then each of the players is located at their own home. So Christy is at Christy's home, and Claudia is at Claudia's home, and their pawns are at those spaces on the board. We should mention, because I know the, there are some purists out there yeah, who will say, well, actually, dot, dot, Actually, dot. there's no way that Christie's house could be It does say map. in the official rules that they've needed to alter the map in such a way to bring Christie into this snapshot of Stony Brook. Yeah. So they retconned so, it. So, so the wrong side of the tracks. Yeah. And so the goal of the game here is we're going to try to do – we have to do all of our babysitting jobs, and we also have to get enough answers from the other person to know who did this kind of serial killing spree uh, at the sex museum. Mm-hmm. That's right. You can complete your babysitting jobs, and then you can make phone calls from the homes uh, to call the other player. If they are also situated in front of a phone uh, at a home, you can ask them questions. Um, and you can earn your money by completing your babysitting jobs, which you can use during babysitter club meetings um, to ask questions as well. Can I have inspiration for doing such a good job of explaining the rules? Yeah, me you can too. Have du- Jack, you can have double inspiration. <laughs> okay. Watch out, buddy. Tanner. Um, okay, let's get started Fuck. here. All right. Um, let's. So first of all, we're going to roll for initiative to determine turn order. Um, so I want okay. each of you guys to roll 2d6 and add your dexterity score, your character's dexterity score to the 2d6. Okay. Do we know our dexterity just from a standard? It's whatever you think it is based on your character. We'll do it's either a plus one, a plus two, or a plus three. Paladin is okay. not very dexterous. Okay, so I've got a seven, and then I'm a... Um, bard? A bard, so... I'm pretty dexterous. It's a plus two. All right, so we've got a nine. Yeah, um, I've got a ten. I'm gonna say plus zero because I've got all the armor on. All right. Okay. So Tanner, um, aka Christy the Human Paladin, is gonna go first. Mm. So Tanner, you're gonna roll your dice to determine how many spaces across the board you can move. Okay. Here we go. I got a two and a BSC. Oh. Oh yeah. Oh my god. Okay. So, so this is huge. Getting right into it right off the bat. <laughs> um, so when we get a BSC, something interesting happens. Indeed, it does. When you get a BSC, uh, you can call a meeting. That's right. Yeah, you may call a babysitters club meeting if you have at least one money card. Did I? Do I start with money? You do not. 
Okay, so I can't even do it then. You, yeah, exactly. You need money. You need to earn money doing babysitting jobs before you can call a meeting. Um, so now you must move your pawn by the number rolled on the other die. Okay, I'm going north. Okay. So I'm sort of on the curve. Yeah. Yeah, gotcha. Just south see. of the public library. All right, very good. Okay. Uh, all right, Jack, Claudia, the um, the dwarfish bard, you're up. Okay. Love the way you say Claudia. It's It makes her sound like a... Like a cloud dancer. <laughs> I, I I have a colleague whose name who's um from uh Colombia whose name is Claudia. That's how she pronounces it. So it's like ingrained in my brain. <laughs> well, and it works because Anne originally created uh C- Claudia as a cloud AI. Yeah, she's actually like a oh. um she's a, an artificial intelligence created by her sister that uh, exists in the cloud. And so you're not wrong. Yeah, I, a lot of people don't catch that until like book like eighty, I'm a which is which is where we about caught it. Yeah. Um, so I've got, I've rolled a five and you know what that's going to do? One, two, three, four, five. It's going to put me right into the Braddock's house where it's like an infestation is happening yeah. in the Braddock's house. It's nasty in here. Um, both me and Christy have babysitting jobs and I think I'm just snaking one out. Oh, and I'm late, here. aren't I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There are two families worth of kids. Not only are the Braddock's kids there, but um, their neighbors, the uh, Dewitts, the Dewitts, the Dewitts. Yeah, the Barrett, 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 Barrett family. Yeah, the Barrett children yeah. are there as well. So this is a double. This is it's really. Yeah. I, I think this one is really going to test Claudia's um, babysitting skills, Jack. So I want you to give me a. I okay. want you to give me a roll. Um, okay. And add what you think your babysitting again. Everything's one, two, or three. Add what you think your babysitting skill role is going to be. Okay. All right. So, so I've got a, a very good role here at an eleven. Oh, okay. And I think I'm probably a plus two babysitting. Is that that seems reasonable? reasonable? Yeah, that yeah. seems pretty reasonable. Um, so I'm going to call that a success. Um, okay. So despite the challenges uh, that Claudia faces, the evening goes like surprisingly smoothly. <laughs> Everybody watches a movie together and has a good time. Yeah. You know, at first, like the first 10 minutes, it looks really hairy, but the kids kind of, they settle down. Everybody enjoys the movie. Everybody has a nice dinner off to bed. And by the time the parents come home, everybody is sleeping safe and sound. And Christy never knows that I've broken like, like literally like one of the only rules of the club, which is if there are more than three kids you should yeah. get a second yeah. Yeah, yeah. so not only that but because you completed <laughs> two babysitting jobs at once you can earn two money um yes as a result so i completed tanner's job mm-hmm. no sir <laughs> all right all i'm right. gonna take two money Wait, so my job's off the, the book then it's off the book off the table now jesus just as a rules thing you know it now because you're in the house jack if oh yeah if tanner were also or I'm, excuse me if Christy were also in the house, you would now be able to call her, right? From right. the phone. And ask her a question. Yeah, but, Christy, but her last name Christy, is Goblin's Bane. Christy no, Goblin's Bane. It's it's Lichbane. Lichbane, because she's a paladin. Christy Lichbane. And my, Lichbane, my last name is Christy Bane. Oh shit. Claudia Christy Bane. Yeah. Duly noted. Um, okay. So that's gonna So I do flip it. my token on the Braddock's house. Yep, exactly. You snake my job. All right, um, and then Tanner, you're gonna you're gonna roll again. It's you now your turn. I got a five and a six. It's eleven. All right, one, two, three, four, and I found myself at the phone booth at the public library. Okay. Okay. And I'm gonna call the Braddock's house. <laughs> oh wait, Jack, okay. you were supposed to ask me questions. No, he couldn't because you weren't. No, in front I can't because you're not. This is before oh, cell right. phones. 
pre-cell phone world. I can only ask you questions if one of us is at a payphone or at a house. Right, well, I'm at a payphone and you're at a house. All right, give me a call. Let's see what. Let's see if I'm gonna fucking. I'm feeling pretty good. I just uh, made two dollars. Before I do anything, before I do anything at all, and I know your tricks, Dan. Perception check. Okay, great. <laughs> let's see it. Smart. <laughs> Eleven. Wow, that's a wow. pretty good roll. All right. Um, so as um, uh, Christy Witchbane Thomas um, approaches Lich, the Lich, phone booth, Lich. Lichbane, my mistake, Lichbane. Yeah. As Christy Lichbane Thomas approaches the phone booth at the public library, uh, she sees across the parking lot um, a woman crying in front of an empty stroller. Um, I approach the woman. Um, so you hear she's in tears, visibly distraught. Um, and uh, as she sees you coming up, she's like, oh, please, please, you must help me. Um, I, I hired a sitter from the babysitter's agency. Um, <gasps> but when I came home, my, my baby was gone. <laughs> you have to help me. Jesus, lady. You know they smoke cigarettes. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I mean, I guess I, it doesn't surprise me. Um, how, how can I help? Well, you can find her, obviously. Can I make a phone call quick first? <laughs> yeah, sure. Don't worry about it. I'm not too stressed about my literal child having gone missing. Why well, I'm going to call a fellow sitter. So, by the way, ma'am, you're in good hands. I'm from the Babysitter's Club. Club. I, I'm sorry. Let me start again. I'm from the Babysitter's Club. We're upstanding. We're well-trained young women who know how to babysit. And we will find your, what did you say, daughter? And we won't smoke cigarettes. Except Christy did cigarettes. one time smoke cigarettes and burned we a man. We smoke cloves sometimes. <laughs> Only when we're drinking. Um, I will find your daughter. Okay. Thank you. I, they, they, um, I heard that they might be near Stony Brook Elementary. You could start look. You could look there. Okay, that's pretty near to where I am. So far from where I am. Also, don't you know there's a serial killing car on the loose? Yeah, have you heard about the car? Get inside! Well, everybody knows about that. <laughs> yeah. It's menacing the okay. town. I guess that's why you hired the babysitter's agency. Ma'am? That's right. I assure you we're going to find your daughter. I'm going to go make a quick phone call to a colleague of mine who I think may be pretty close to the elementary school because I think she had a sitting job at the Braddocks. If you'll excuse me. Okay, go okay. for it. I ring up Claudia Christy Bain. Uh, hello, uh, Braddock House, Claudia Christy Bain speaking. You must answer my questions. Okay, who is they this? Are all, it's Christy. They will all oh, be yes or no questions. You must okay. answer them honestly. Okay. And it pertains to who did the crime. Which one? The, the baby theft or the Murder. Um, serial killing at the sex museum? Murder stuff. Okay. And it pertains to why it happened. Okay. No, it pertains to where it happened. Okay, and I know this stuff. <sighs> What's the best approach here? Golly. How do I trip Jack up? Is it an adjective that exists on the card, or is it something you made up? Sorry, is it a, isn't it an yes. adjective yes. that exists yes. on the card? Okay, so it's not made up. Yeah, no, that's your question. No, and but if you answer yes, I get to keep you going. You only get one question. No, Dan, read the fucking rules. Dan, how many questions is he If it's a yes, get? he gets to keep going. Okay. All right. Yes. I know you well enough. Is it one of the following? <laughs> <laughs> Obnoxious, sloppy, clumsy, or pushy? This is where it happened or who, who? did it? Um, I'm not going to answer that. You have to. You have to answer the question. No. No, neither of your two are obnoxious, 
sloppy. I, that's all I have to say. Your questions are over. Clumsy Leave. or pushy? We're in a fight, Christy. Now I already told you no, and now I'm hanging up. And I have bad experiences with phantom phone callers, and you know I that. Know that's weird shit, to call me right. at night. I'm sorry. Hey, you know what? Do you want to tell me about the missing baby? <laughs> Oh, uh, uh, Claudia, I should tell you. Yeah. I met a woman here. She might be a ghost. I'm not sure. Um, <laughs> she's Her baby was kidnapped. Okay. And she thinks she's at the elementary school, which is right by the Braddock's house. So if you want to swing down there and check it out, get some clues, that would be great. Yeah. Can I, can I get your permission to leave like seven sleeping babies in this house while I go do if that? If they're sleeping, it's fine. As president? Okay. How much trouble right. can they get into when they're sleeping? None. Right. Okay, all right, it's my turn. It is your turn. All right, so you're going to roll your dice. Okay. Or move. So I've got a six and a BSC. Ah, okay, so you may spend one money to call a meeting of the Babysitter's Club. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to go to Stony Brook Elementary. That's, okay. That's stupid of you, what you just did. Because with my... Oh, why? Because you could have called me to a BSC meeting and gotten clues out of me. But then we both have to go to Claudia's house. So? Well, I'm do- I've done what I've Fine. done. Fine. I went to Stony Brook Elementary. No backsies. Um, all right. Yeah. So as um, as uh, Claudia Christie Bain approaches Stony Brook Ele- uh, Elementary, she notices that in the in the backfield, you know, like in the um, the baseball the diamond, softball field. Yeah, the yeah. softball field. There's um, there seems to be like a like a wooden picket fence that's been kind of like of like these stakes that are kind of like shoved in the ground in this like kind of defensive fortification. In the middle, there's like a large bonfire. Um, and around it, there seems the, to be. Did they burn the baby? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he can make a perception check. Fucking morbid, um, damn. You see these like small kind of humanoids that seem to be holding these like spears and like bows and arrows, kind of like running around inside, like a whole tribe of them. Okay, um, Jack, I'm you idiot! Roll. You should have called me to Claudia so you can I can back you up. Well, I you're so dumb. didn't do that. We didn't do that. I'll never break up the party. We are where we are. I'm going to roll perception. Okay. Uh, so it's eight, and then I think my perception is maybe just zero. An eight. Okay. So, like, you can kind of, I mean, it's, you know, it's a clear sunny day. You're able to see okay. Um, it's pretty good. Um, so you see that, like, they appear to be um, uh, small, like, goblin-like creatures. You know, these, like, small, feral little humanoids wearing, like, loincloths and, like, leather armor. Um, and they're also weirdly wearing, they're all wearing babysitter's agency t-shirts. Oh, shit. <laughs> um, and then you can see that well, are in the they middle- smoking yes they are all smoking cigarettes, <laughs> every single one of them some of them are smoking two at once it's weird wow. um and then you notice that off in the corner there's like a, a little wooden cage that's been made out of sticks and there's like a small <laughs> infant um just like kind of sitting up against the bars of the cage is it smoking yes they gave the baby <laughs> a cigarette can you believe it that's cool. That is kind of <laughs> cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. Um, I um, Do I have any, like, bardic spells I could cast? You tell me, man. It's kind of your call, your character. I'd say yes. Can I do a song spell? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm just going to try to look one up here. Minor illusion? What do you want to accomplish with your spell? Um, I, I want to ensorcel them to, like, make them, like, Pied Piper them. Oh, hell To make yeah. them, like, all just, like, try to to run away absolutely yeah give me a give me a okay. roll with a i'd say with a nice bonus right i feel like cloudy okay. is, uh, do is minor illusion and make yourself look like a sexy goblin I th- i've already done that yeah just like as a baseline okay right? yeah um okay you do that before leaving the house 
So I rolled a six. Uh, that's... And I play my panpipes, and I play my little panpipes. Yeah, that's not. It's a beautiful sound. That's not great. It's not great. No. Okay. Um. So so yeah. So so um, <laughs> Claudia uh plays her panpipes and dances around like a sexy female goblin. Um, you definitely <laughs> attract the attention of the uh, babysitters agency goblins. Um, but the source and sorceling does not seem to work. Um, they seem to still be very much in possession of their faculties and, and very much um, interested in uh, in you. Um, and okay. several of them start like breaking away from the camp and kind of like heading over in your in your direction, brandishing their their spears at you. Okay. Um, so we're gonna call your turn here, Jack, and we're gonna go yep. to Tanner now. Okay. I'm gonna roll my die. I got eight. Here's what I want to do, Dan, and you can tell me if this come is... to me. Come to me. I'm here's what I'm gonna do. I'm at the public yep. library. I'm going to move one, two, three pieces southward until I'm like right next to the baseball diamond. Yeah, I see what you mean. Uh huh. Can I do a athletics roll to try to hop the fence? Absolutely. No <laughs> doubt. Oh, that's great, beautiful. great, great, great idea. I got a six. I think we've determined that six is not a terribly good roll. Here's what I'll say, Tanner. Um, uh, so, um, Christy is able to hop the fence, but sort of as she's like kind of, you know, that like awkward part of hopping the fence where you're kind of like perched on the top of the fence and you got to kind of figure out your landing. Um, You kind of topple over onto the other side of the fence. Um, And I make a loud, I know what's going on. I feel, realize I'm not going to make the the leap. So I make a loud sound. Yeah. You land in like a pile. Yeah, exactly. Like, ah, you know, Um, and then a whole bunch of the other, we'll say about half the goblins I'm wearing heavy armor too, so it's like it's loud. Yeah, cl- a lot of clanging and banging. Even the baby looks over and takes like a long drag of its cigarette, yeah. like kind of taking it in. Um, and we'll say the other half of the goblins, half of them had kind of gone after Claudia, and then the other half are now um, kind of heading in your direction. Okay. Um, we'll call your turn there, Tanner, because um, of the tumble, and we'll go back to uh, to Jack and Claudia. So Claudia, you've got um, we'll call them five goblins heading in your direction. Okay, can I roll, I guess, to see if I... Because that's how I start a turn, right? Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, you can do your move action now, um, or you can you can do an action, and then you can do your move afterwards. It's up to you. Oh, can I cast another spell and try to ensorcel them again? Um, yeah. Or is that not a great idea? Um, no, that's uh, fine. I yeah, would. Give it, give it another shot. Yeah. I, I'm going to take another shot to... effect spells? I think I just want to pi- pi- piper these guys. Okay. And I've got an eleven this time. All right, so that one works like a charm. Um, so the yeah. the so you start playing your song, and the goblins just kind of like, you know, they sort of slow down and they kind of listen and and they're they're interested and um, yeah, you can see that the music just starts like overtaking them. You know what I mean? Um, okay. They start kind of humming and, and tapping their feet, and all of a sudden they're just like they're just totally under your spell. You know what I'll I mean? I'll tell you, I'll tell you this, Jack. Yeah. I'm surprised to see on this map that Brenner Field is apparently like a like a wheat field. Yeah, in the books, it's sort of described as like a public park, like a place where kids play. But on this map, yeah. it's definitely just like a wheat field, and you could probably draw them into there. Okay, that sounds good. I'm gonna just kind of try to pie piper them over into there, and then, light it and then on once, fire. and I will light it on fire with a bonus action, and I'll have Christy collect the baby. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that all, all of that happens. So, um, the yes. you know the uh, the goblins head across the street from Stony Beck Elementary. They're kind of frolicking around <laughs> in the wheat fields. 
um, which just it goes up in flames, like surprisingly fast. It's like, <laughs> it's like soaked in kerosene or something. Uh, and you just hear screams, these like ungodly, torturous screams um, ringing out from these goblins as they burned it. You can he- smell their like burning goblin flesh yeah. um, kind of wafting through the air. Um, and you head over to the baby um, who's kind of now coughing um, the baby. She's like coughing in <coughs> as she like takes another drag of her cigarette. <laughs> you pull her out of the um the makeshift goblin cage baby uh where did these people come from um goop these goblins goo goo gaga the baby says okay famously oh, do i speak baby, baby? do i speak una- baby unable to talk <laughs> do, do you speak baby do i speak do either of our characters speak baby i don't think mine does i don't think so i don't have baby i have common yeah babies don't speak common i speak common and um infernal all right, well, let's just, I guess, give this baby back to the lady. Maybe we can call, let's just take the baby and, because I need to, I have a lot of jobs I need to do and I have a lot of questions I need to ask. Let's take the baby and next time we get to a phone, I'll use a phone action to call the parent. Okay. Or someone will. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, so now we're going to go back to uh, Christy, Christy Litchbane, who uh, has five goblins approaching her. Um, I got an eight. Okay. Uh, do you want to move, or do you want to take some kind of an action against the goblins? I'm going to move. Okay. I'm going to f- flee. Okay. Eight's pretty good. I'm going to say with an eight, you know, you you move wherever you want to, Tanner, and we'll just say you kind of leave the goblins in your dust. I'm moving to uh, house number nine, the Johannesons. Okay. You're in house number nine. Yeah. Oh, this is another okay, double that, job. So you get two. It's a double job. I'm, yeah. I'm sitting all the kids. Yeah, from the Johansson, and we'll say from the mas- Masters's. Yeah. Good. Okay. Um, so the double jobs are tough, Tanner. I, I want to see a. Um, I want to see a babysitting roll. Okay, I got BSC and six. Oh, call a meeting, dude. I don't have any cash. Do you have to have cash to call the meeting? Yes. Does does a BSC and a six qualify as winning the encounter? Um, I'm gonna say yes. Um, the BSC okay. is like a that's like a very good kind of bonus roll, so that really adds to your six. So yeah, so Tanner, you successfully navigate through a very difficult evening of babysitting, um, but all all ends well. Do I get um, two you cash? Earn, you earn two with m- Charlotte. What's going on with Charlotte Johansson? Is she okay? Because she's normally such an easy charge. Um, it's not Charlotte. She's fine. It's the Masterses. Uh, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. They're um, okay. They have uh, joined a cult. <laughs> okay. dragon, yeah. and I've yep. slain them. Um, yep. So now, can I call a BSC meeting since I got the BSC roll? Yeah. What the hell? Why not? Yeah, I call a BSC meeting. All right. Okay. So we all do we all port to Claudia's house? Yeah. Everybody just kind of magically like dimension doors over to Claudia's house. Jack, I okay. will spend one buck. Hang on. Wait. Wait. Hang on. Whoa. What the hell? I've tell, uh, Just a second ago, I was looking at this field, burning field of goblins, and now I'm back in my house, and Christy, you're here? What, what happened? Christy Bane, tis I. <sighs> Christy Lichbane. Oh, it's you. <laughs> you and I are frenemies, mm-hmm. but I've called you here today to ask you important questions about the car murders. Okay. Um, I'm going to spend one buck okay. to pry That's for dues, right? That's you. for pizza parties later. Yep. Okay. Um, let me ask you a little bit about some of the adjectives around who did it. Okay. <laughs> Was it someone weird, suspicious, nervous, or dreamy? Yes. And was it someone weird or suspicious? No. Okay, good. Wait, no. Really narrowing down here. Wait, no, wait, no, wait. No. Okay. 
You've said no, no wait, no all. several times now. Is it no? It's no entirely. To, to nervous, and, to weird and suspicious. Yeah, your first question was bad. But it's someone nervous or dreamy. Okay. Well, I'm not telling you that. Well, you already have told me that. I'll, I'll tell you why. And, and here's the thing that, like, you can't get any clues from my mistakes here. Um, a girl in the 90s filled out my card. <laughs> oh, right. Okay. <laughs> and so I was answering based on what she has said, but it's not. I know that that's not what it is. Okay. Um, so nervous the answer to your first question. Still on the table, the, yeah, the answer to your first question is no. Okay. It wasn't someone weird or suspicious. Can I, while we're what, here, can I do you have any cash you want to spend to answer to ask me questions? Okay, so I spend one dollar. Christy Lichbane. Yeah. Answer me this. Yeah. If you know something about who's doing these serial killings, why won't you just say? It's not a yes or no question. <laughs> and what I know okay, is what was involved and why it happened. <laughs> I have no idea. But exactly. But th- th- can I just reason with you? Can I use persuasion? I'm, only, I'm like a genie. I'm only Dan? capable of answering yes or no questions. Um, Dan, can I roll persuasion? Yeah. You. Yeah. I mean, you're a bard. You're extremely persuasive. I'd say absolutely. Okay. okay. So I have like a plus three persuasion, right? Yeah. That sounds right to me. Okay. So it's a 10 plus three. So it's a 13 persuasion. And let me just make this speech here. Christy. Yeah. Listen to me. I know that we're at odds. I know we've been fighting. But there's a serial killing car on the loose. It's been murdering people and it's possessed by a ghost. You, If you know something, anything about this, even if you don't know who it is or how it happened, if you know something about why or what was involved, it, you're honor bound to tell me for the good of Stony Brook. Just say, say an, one of the adjectives. Claudia, <laughs> I consider myself a honorable woman a chivalrous woman a pious woman and i will tell you everything i know yeah. but i am only capable of answering yes or no questions <laughs> <laughs> okay um so i'm gonna ask you about um this person has crossed off everything on my list Okay, on what? Why it happened? You know why? Do you you know why know it happened? Why it these happened. murders, and they're ongoing, by the way. So, yeah. <laughs> um, does uh, does one of the th- the things related to why it happened begin with an S? No. Okay, so I guess this is, this meeting is called. <laughs> this council has ended. This council has ended. Let's go our separate ways. Yes, I think that's for the best. <laughs> All right. Do you guys want to um, call this lady? I'm going to say, we'll retcon it. We'll say that this lady gave you her, her phone number, and you can call her and let her know that. Um, oh, sure. I spoke her, to her, so I should probably call her, right? On my yeah, yeah, give her a call. As a bonus yeah. action. I called yeah. the lady. Okay. Tell her about what I did to the goblins. Okay, I will. Yeah. Ring, 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 ring. Hello? Uh, ma'am. Hello? Hello? It's Christy Lichbane. We met at the parking lot. At the public library. Oh, that's right. Your um, phone call was more important than rescuing my daughter. I remember you. <laughs> we um, sort of saved your baby. Here's what happened. They, she was kidnapped by goblins, and she's in the baseball diamond. And a colleague of mine chased off five of the goblins, and the <laughs> other five goblins are still there. And the baby smokes now. And the baby smokes now. So <laughs> now you know where it is, which is all the all I promised, if you recall. Wait, you left my baby at the softball diamond? <laughs> we had to. We, ha- we had a babysitter's club meeting. We had to. <laughs> and I'm so sorry for that. I would have loved to help your baby if we had a babysitter's club meeting. So 
Feels and like guess what? The Babysitters Club agency they don't even hold meetings, so yeah. at least we're more responsible. They don't even that. have like a club notebook or anything, right? Mm. And they bring their boyfriends over. But to now your you house. know where your baby is, so you can go um, fight the goblins and and reclaim it. And we ask of you a boon in return. Yes, and we say, ask Christy, say we ask of you a boon in return. We ask for a boon. Um, well, you know, as it turns out, I, I happen to know a little bit about the the murders that have been taking place. So if please, you, if, you want, <laughs> okay. if you want to ask me one, each of you wants to ask me one uh, for one piece of information. I'll just give it to you. I will give you one okay. one adjective that you're looking for. I'll start because it's kind of my mission. Um, in in, in well, regards it's kind of, both of our, it's both of our mission. It's, yeah. In regards of who did it. Was it someone nervous, dreamy, lonely, or mischievous? Uh, I'll just tell you um, that it was someone lonely. Okay, perfect. Case um, closed. And in terms of why it happened, why did it? Why did it happen? Is one of the one of the what is one of the reasons why it happened? Well, like all crimes, crimes of passion, it ultimately came down to love. <laughs> okay, and it was I should have known because it was a sex museum. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, that one kind of wrote itself. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you for your time, ma'am. Um, yeah. Good luck with saving the baby. Goblins are, I would say, lightly challenging. They're easily ensorcelled. Okay. Bring, bring a sword. Good. Yeah. Great. I'll grab my yeah. sword and my and my sorcery, and we'll be good to go. Okay. Jack's turn. Good. All right, Jack. Okay. You're up. So I've rolled a nine. I'm going to go to Logan's. So Logan's dangerous. That's a snake in the grass. Um, but I'm at Logan's house. Okay. And I'm babysitting. No, absolutely no way. That's only nine. One, two, three, four, Don't five, six, peace. seven, eight, nine. You're almost there, but you can't okay. quite get there. I'm almost at Logan's house. Okay. Good. That's my it. Turn? That's my turn. Tanner. Yep. I got an 11. I'm popping right across the street to the uh, Perkinses. Okay. And I'm sitting. All right. You sit. It's relatively straightforward. It's a single job. Um, so we don't even need to do a roll. You complete the task. You earn a money. And you cannot, unfortunately, call uh, Cloud AI. Claudia. Claudia, yeah. Okay. Because she is not in front of the phone. Can I do a perception check in the Perkinses? Uh, yes, you can. Okay. I got a BSC and a two. Uh, I feel like the BSCs are good. Um, is BSC advantage? Do I re-roll that one? Yeah, sure. That sounds good. I got a six. I got an eight. Um, okay. Um, so if you notice on the map behind the Hobart's house, there's what appears to be a farm. Yeah. There's a lot of farms on the map. Yeah. And you, you know, it's funny cause you've been to this part of town before, but you notice that there seems to be a building, like an office looking building in what was once farmland that you, it's weird. You've never, you'd never noticed that before. Hmm. I approached the building. Um, so you approach the building, and it seems uh, it's weird. The building it, it it's a, it's clearly an office building, um, and the sign over the door reads Scholastic. Oh shit! Okay. <sighs> Here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna equip my longbow. Okay. And I'm gonna use um, Holy Flame. It's a cantrip, I know. Okay. On the arrowhead, and I'm gonna shoot it into one of the windows of the Scholastic building. Um, okay, that's an easy task for a um, experienced uh, paladin like you. So, um, yeah, you shoot it through; it smashes through the glass. Um, and yeah, you notice that inside, um, through the window that you're now able to see through, there's a. It's you're really hard to make out because you're still pretty far away, but um, it almost looks like an inky blackness inside the building. Oh shit! 
Okay. Call on your friend, for God's sake. Let's put this aside. Tanner, let's put this, uh, Christy, let's put this aside, our beef here. Dan, what are my options for calling a BSC meeting? Um, I believe if you roll one BSC on the die, you may call one. And if you roll two, then you uh, must, must call, call one. one. All right. I'm going to roll to see if I can call a BSC meeting. Okay. Okay. I got a three and a BSC. Yes. So you may. You All right, call I'm calling. Him. I'm recalling Jack to Claudia's house. Okay, sorry, um, Claudia. Yep, Claudia. Okay, Claudia, Christy Lichbane. I have discovered a, a great evil in Stony Brook. I think it's the ancient ones that they speak of in the holy text known as the Leviathan. Okay, it's just north of the Hobart's house, which is right across the street. I need <laughs> you to join me and to to take him on, to take it on. Do you claim that we must put aside our ancient differences? Only if you're willing to change your name. From Claudia Christie Bain? Yeah. What about Mallory Bain? What about the Leviathan Bain? That's great! Yeah. Okay, okay. I accept. Um, uh, and now we will join forces and we'll be stronger than ever before. Yes. Okay. Great. That's my turn. Okay. Um, and so the, the action is all happening in the Hobart's house? It's just by, it's that field behind it. That's right. It's that kind of field, yeah, that farmland-looking field behind the Hobart's house. All right, so I'll roll. Okay. I've got a 10. Oh, while you're, hold on, just to say, while you're in your meeting, yeah. you can ask each other questions. Oh, yeah. Oh, sure, I'll, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Christy, I who? called you to the meeting, so I'll yeah. be asking the questions. Okay. Let me ask you this. Okay. Did it happen somewhere crowded, smoky, cool, revolting, or smelly? Yes. Okay. Did it happen somewhere crowded, smoky, or cool? No. Okay, perfect. <laughs> Can I ask you some questions? Yeah, please. Um, is oh, I still re- need to discover another who. There's two. Yeah, there's two for each. Is the reason it happened because of hate, jealousy, excitement, or nosiness? Yes. Okay. Is the reason it happened because of hate or jealousy? No. Okay. We're really honing in here. Honing in. Okay. All right. I think it is Jack's turn. Okay. Uh, so I rolled a 10. Oh, yeah. So 10's good. So 10, 10 can bring you to this classic building if you so choose. I choose. I choose to enter. And I um, I equip everything. Like, I equip my magics. Um, I have my shield out. And I guess, like, I probably have a staff. No, you're a bard. You have, like, a liar. Okay, fine. I I start I start strumming my lyre, and it's a it's a it's a ominous chord. It's be, it's be it's like a be diminished. So that so yeah, as you as you enter in, you're you're playing your music, um, and you enter in the front doors of the Scholastic Office Building. In as you open the door, as you notice, the whole building is just in the interior is just all filled with this inky, murky blackness that you can barely see through, and. In deep inside the blackness, you can see a shape, like a large looming shape. It's unnaturally large. It feels like, you know, the building's only like four or five feet, four or five stories tall, but this this shape looms like, like it's five hundred feet above you. Like like that, your sense of space has been distorted in this blackness, um, and you can hard to make hard to make out the shape, but it almost looks like this large semi humanoid tentacly creature. Um, with these get it, it fills you with a sense of uh, cosmic horror and dread. Yeah, that sounds right. Do you think I could try to intimidate 
a fucking Leviathan? No, that's crazy. Um, I want to. Okay, I want to play a song. I want to play a song to to win it over to my side. Okay, that's great. Um, so I'm playing a, a like a song of friendship, basically. That that like not that I think I'm going to make friends with it, but like that it'll make it. Calm it will it think that we that that I am a friendly figure. Right. Good. Um, uh, okay. I, I would like to hear your song of friendship. Okay. Um. Okay. Ready? Yep. Yeah. Here it goes. Okay. So no one told you life was gonna be this way. Your job's a joke, you're broke, your love life's DOA. It's like you're always stuck in second gear. When it hasn't been your day, your week, and, and your month, Christy or even your year, but I'll, I'll be, be there, there for you. you. When this rain starts to pour, I'll be there for you. Like I've been there before. Yeah. And Do I say it again? That's that's fine. So you sing this song, and there's this long kind of pregnant pause that's like the last like the last notes of your song kind of reverberate through <laughs> the interior of this classic building. And you wait for what feels like an interminably long time. You're not even sure how long it is. So your your sense of time is lost in this blackness. Um but then deep in the inner recesses of your mind, in your soul, and in parts of yourself that you didn't even know existed, you you have this sense, this feeling that you can't escape, that this creature, this Leviathan, is also there for you. Yes! And you can ask it one question. And by specifically, what I mean is you can ask it for one adjective, uh, <laughs> one element of the mystery. Leviathan, um, what was involved here? Uh, so you, you think, you don't even need to say it, you just think that thought, um, and you hear kind of like, maybe like five feet away or so, um, inside the, the blackness, this kind of like slurping, like slushing kind of <laughs> gross sound. Sexy. Like, <laughs> it's not sexy, Tanner. You know, um, and you hear just like a, like a tink, tink, tink on the floor, and then out of the blackness rolls a pearl. <laughs> and you pick up the pearl... And the pearl doesn't say anything on it, but as you touch it, you understand that um, what was involved was an expensive and unusual computer sports car. Jesus, you got uh, both? Okay. Yes. Well, this is like the, the boss level, man. And I did a very good job with do, the, my bardic song. Did do a good job. Okay. okay. So I now I know. I helped. Can I ask a question of the Leviathan? Are you in this classic building? No. This is my turnover? Uh, yeah, we're going to end Jack's turn there. Okay. okay. Okay, Tanner. This is it. I got a eight. That'll get you there. Okay, here's what I'm going to do. I'm at Claudia's house? Yep. One, two, three, four. So I'm just east of the Hobart's house, right? Uh, okay, sure. Yep. In the dot just east of the Hobart's house. And what I do is I look at Jack. Sorry, mm-hmm. I look at Claudia mm-hmm. across the short distance between us. And I say, sorry, brother, but I've got... <laughs> bigger concerns and i turn and i hightail it to uh the marshall's house oh shit (laughs) to do a babysitting job (laughs) all right i thought you were gonna save the baby (laughs) hell no i'm finishing my fucking job (laughs) i'm here to sit the marshall's oh you do need to finish one more job before you can technically actually guess oh shit oh so now we got some strategy going on okay so you sit the marshals. 
And you get a dollar? Can I psychically say something to the Leviathan while I'm still by the Hobart's house? Uh, you are a. Can I can I roll to do it? Maybe yeah. it's like a. Yeah, you're a paladin. You have some you charisma. Know, yeah, go for it. Yeah, I think my charisma is probably like plus one at best. Um, paladin is a charisma class, I believe. So I think you probably at least have a plus two. Uh, while I'm passing, Jack and the Leviathan, I use my charisma to psychically send a message to the Leviathan. Okay. Let's see the roll. Six. Uh, yeah, it's just you're you're you can't get a signal. You know, can't you can't reach out. You okay? You, your psychic message goes nowhere. I right, so I move on and I go to the marshal's house to do a sitting job. Okay. Okay. Roll that sitting. Well, I thought we didn't have to roll. Yeah, for and only we job. only roll for the double jobs. This is a single okay. job. So so Tanner's good. He earns his money. Um, and he is uh, conveniently located in front of a telephone. And I use the telephone to communicate with the Leviathan. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. So, <laughs> okay. so, so as um, Claudia is like, is like in this kind of like ether realm, you know, inside this building with this um, Leviathan, all of a sudden you're like looking at this pearl that it secreted. And then all of a sudden the phone rings like in the background <laughs> <laughs> and you hear the, and then you hear the phone, like the phone picks up mid ring and you just hear this. Hello. <laughs> um, I do my best to put on like a resonant godly voice. And what I say is <sighs> Leviathan, it is me, your god, Bane de Bats, first of her name, last hope for humankind, last of her kind, the magnificent mother of clocks, priestess, primarch, princess, Princeton's own, Saint sanctified soul skinner stormwalker stormborn the hand that shakes our angel the lost grandmother backstage babysitter the tender <laughs> shepherd ocean princess little night owl laughing mirror snow mommy fast fingered swordman ghost eyes the condor the squall the space mountain frugal master great ear and perfect hands cool at the store cool on the body <laughs> she is the young sophisticate Mystery mime, say betai, ship rock pinnacle, royal toes, matron of Stony Brook, liberation front, Anne the knife, Martin. Hi, Anne. I command you, as your god, to hold the aberration against free will that is before you, Claudia Christie Bane, with all your might. Do not let her escape Scholastic Headquarters. You're not going to ask her a question about the, <laughs> the last adjective? Nope. Oh, shit. All right. Uh, <laughs> let's see a persuasion check. From me? Yeah, from the Paladin. I got a four and a BSC. <laughs> we, we decided to so roll your BSC we're again. roll the BSC. Is that what we've been doing? I got a four and a five. So that's a nine. And I think we decided that your charisma was a two. So that's an 11. That's pretty good. It's pretty good. There's a long pause. Um, and then you just in like, you don't hear, no, there, there's no response. Um, but what you hear Tanner or what you hear Christian in the background is you hear and, um, and, and Claudia, you hear this in person is the doors to the front of the building just slam shut. <laughs> Bang. <laughs> and then the line goes dead on, uh, on Christie's end. Perfect. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, Jack. Okay. Um, so I'm going to roll 
And I, my goal here is I want to merge and become one with the Leviathan to become Shit. like an all-seeing entity. Is that possible? Depends on how good the role is. Okay. T- tell me how how are you is this like a magical thing is it through a song like what what is your path yeah there? My, so my my understanding of harmony in song is so strong that it is has led me to understand like the harmonics of the universe and the harmonics of any every individual being so if i can like strum my note in the perfect harmony to the note of another entity um which in this case would be the leviathan like we would fuse and become one all-powerful being with is your psyche capable of that is it expansive enough i think that's what the role is to find out yeah this is a high risk high reward endeavor i just want to be clear (laughs) about that i've got a bsc and a three (laughs) let's let's see what that bsc turns into how many bscs are on this fucking dice uh, so the BSC is a six, and I'm going to use one of my two double initiatives that you gave me at the beginning to roll the other dice. Yep. Okay. That's the, good. Sorry. The, one of my two double inspirations um, to roll the other dice again. And that's a three. And then I'm going to use my second inspiration to roll it again. And it's a BSC. I roll it again. So a six and a roll it again. Okay. Two. <laughs> <laughs> So that's an eight, and then uh, then it's m- plus my um, artistic ability, my artistic ability, which is a three. Sleight of hand? No, I buy my, three. Performance. Uh, I buy three. So so, what does that get you to total? Uh, Eleven. Eleven. Okay. Um, <laughs> so Claudia Christie Bain is is playing. Can I hear the song? Yeah, it's "Fade Into You" by Mazzy Star. Oh uh, yeah. Come on and fade into you, babe, and you fade into <laughs> no, me. I don't think that's the song. That's right, right? Fade Yeah, it's beautiful. It's really beautiful. And so, yeah, to your point, like you, you feel your body as you start to sit, f- sing. You sort of feel your body kind of like vibrating in this weird way, almost like undulating. Do you know what I mean? Um, and it's mm-hmm. almost like the whole world is kind of swaying back and forth to your rhythm. Um, and you notice that the Leviathan also is kind of begins <laughs> way back and forth to the rhythm and. Um, it kind of go, it goes on for this interminably long time, and the Leviathan and your body just start to like come closer and, and closer together, um, and then you you realize like your body just almost like becomes absorbed in to the Levi- this mass of the Leviathan, this this large tentacled creature, um, and uh, slowly you kind of lose track of your own senses, like you lose like you start like you can't feel your extremities anymore. Then you really can't feel anything anymore. Your sight starts to blur, and and then all of it like you 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 become keenly aware 
as you kind of fully merge with the body of the Leviathan, that your senses are heightened. You feel like you can see all of Stony Brook, even through the brick walls of the Scholastic building. You can hear every conversation that every family is having in the entire town. You can even see um, through the walls of the Marshall's house. Um, uh, Christy just like sitting on the couch, like counting her money after her after her babysitting. Um, you you feel at one with the universe um, and with the Leviathan. You feel all powerful, all knowing, all seeing. But the one thing you let don't me ask know, you a question. Yeah, Dan. yes, Dan. Is the Leviathan undead? No, it is an aberration. Okay, <laughs> sorry, dude. Sorry. So the one thing I don't know, so I know what happened. I know that it was expensive and unusual, and I know part of why it happened, which is that it was because of love. Yeah. And I, I know there's, the but there's one other piece of why it happened that I don't know. And that's what I, long, that's what both of us are longing for. That's what both of our souls are longing you for. You hunger for it. You desire, you've, yeah. you've needed nothing more in your life. You need to know why it happened. Like you need to breathe air. Sort of sounds like your turn is over though. It does sound that way. I agree. Okay. Uh, so over to Christy Lichbane. <clears throat> I'm gonna roll. And her mortal soul. And an eight. <laughs> Here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna go back to the spot just east of the Hobart's house. Okay. Here's what I'd like to do, Dan. Okay. I'm a paladin. I'm connected to God. I would like to call upon the power of God and M. Martin to infuse me with her Holy Spirit. Okay. And sort of megazord out. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> Is that possible? It is. Uh, it, with the good enough okay. role, it certainly is. All things are possible. <laughs> What's that, a religion role? Sure. I've got to be plus two in religion, right? Or plus three? Yep. Plus three. Paladin. Oh, I got a nine. Plus three. Twelve. That's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, so describe what happens, Sander. Describe your, your physical transformation. As- I'm standing <laughs> in the middle of the street just outside the Hobart's house. And what I do is I drop to one knee. I'm in full plate armor giant shield giant sword i drop to one knee i drop the sword i drop the shield and i say and martin i call upon you in this time of need to beat back the forces of darkness to save stony brook against not just the leviathan but against the dancing ghost inside of the computer sports (laughs) lend me your power lend me your strength lend me your size make me the ultimate warrior Come to me, become me. Fill me with your radiant light. Uh, so as uh, Christy does this, um, basically, you said you're wearing plate armor, right? So you, you um, like Christy's plate armor in the back between her shoulder blades starts to kind of like bulge and burst. You know what I mean? Um, and then like basically these two like feathered wings like burst from the back of your plate armor and like extend out behind you in Hell this yeah. like... Um, you know, like massive ten foot wingspan. Um and, and the um what kind of weapon are you holding? Broadsword. Yeah, so two handed broadsword. So your your two handed broadsword also like alights with like holy flame, right? And it like lights from the hilt all the way to the tip. Um and your armor like goes from being this like kind of dull, you know, iron to this like gleaming like silver um and brass with gold. Um, and you grow in size uh, as this is happening, and all the and you become almost the size of the um, the Scholastic Building, the five story tall brick Scholastic Building. And you stand in front of it, and you're in all of your your holy splendor. And as you do, um, the the brick walls of the Scholastic Building start to like crack and crumble, and the walls like 
burst and coming out of the um the wall is this giant leviathan um cthulhu looking like tentacle elder monster with the face of claudia christy bane tishi <laughs> and jack what does leviathan claudia do um first uh, an unholy screech okay um that's like like all of the dogs in the town are barking and all of the people in the town like have nightmares and then i turn to the angel and christy do you feel good about being a inky black darkness against an angel i've n- never felt better silence thyself and know my name it has been written that I am Christy Bain, and I never saw how I could do it because I've always been in your shadow. You were the president of the Babysitter's Club, and I have always been consigned to being the second fiddle, the vice president. But now I see how I can earn the name Christy Bain. It is by joining my power with something more powerful. Prepare to be obliterated. And then I cast um, um, Crown of Madness. Good. Let's see a roll on that. It's a five. Okay. <laughs> uh, so Claudia, the Leviathan, attempts to use her eldritch magic to impose her will on Christy. Um, Christy, will you? Can you oppose that with your own um, your own religion check? I got an eight. <laughs> uh, so yeah, you tell me what you do. So, yeah. So what do you do in response, Tanner? I I take my mighty broad flaming broadsword and I bring it down right on the like i see the beam of crackling dark energy coming towards my head and i cut it in half yeah good as it as it approaches me and the leviathan lets the leviathan claudia lets out this like unholy screech um and you know as you sever the beam of energy you're not just severing the beam of energy you're severing um uh basically her lifeline to her eldritch magic um and you see like slowly um like this unholy screech lets out, um, and the and the Leviathan um, Claudia begins shrinking and shrinking down, and you can see that it's like tentacles and it's like you know um, abstract horrific visage begins to kind of slowly morph back into that of a typical girl, and she shrinks down onto the sidewalk only to be back to become um, just regular old Claudia, um, okay. back to her her mortal form. And then I'm still a god. Yes, you are. And is it my turn? It is your turn, and as a result, um, the goddess smiles on you for defeating her enemy, um, and she grants you the final piece of information that you're looking for. This is perfect, because it falls perfectly in line with what I was going to do. What were you going to do? I'm going to strike at Claudia. (laughs) I got an eight. Yeah. So here's what I You're a giant god, and she's a little kid. That works for me. I I fling my hand out towards Claudia, right? But as I'm just about to, like, snap her in half, I stop. And I pick her up and I cradle her in my hand. And I say, (laughs) brother. (laughs) Only together can we defeat the scourge of the ghost dancer computer sports car plaguing Stony Brook. I need your power. I need your might. Together we can find this creature. Understand who he is, <laughs> what was involved, why it happened, and where it happened. And then we can finally make peace in this world. And what I do is I pick him up high above the, the ground, and I spike him down into the inky blackness again. Okay. 
Okay. Assuming that he'll once again regain the powers of the Leviathan. Yes, and that and that is indeed what happens. Um, Claudia regains the powers of the Leviathan, and Christy learns the final piece of information that she needed to know, which is what, Tanner? Uh, well, the two final pieces of information yep. I need to know is where it happened and who did it. And so you know that your god, your goddess smiles on you, and she, she confirms in your mind that it happened at the revolting, smelly field trip to the Museum of Sex... And it happened because of curious temptation, love, and excitement. And it, and who did it was... Oh, who did it? Who did it is a lonely new ghost dancer. Brother. Brother. What we've discovered is that someone who is lonely and new did this crime. Yeah. It was expensive and unusual. Mm-hmm. They were filled with love and excitement because they were going to the sex movie. <laughs> and that essentially equates to horniness. Yeah. And it happened somewhere smelly and revolting. Sex museum. Yeah. Yeah. With our powers combined. We can destroy it. Yeah. And no, do we know where the ghost car is, Dan? Well, it's funny because as, as it happens, uh, <laughs> bearing down Rosedale Drive is an um, <laughs> uh, expensive and unusual computer sports car. Um, <laughs> And you can see a uh, a go- that uh, no one is driving. That seems to be driving itself in a spooky and unusual way, and it's driving straight at the both of you. Can we okay. join our forces of darkness and light together to create one like holy, unholy like beam, super weapon, yeah. Megazord, and d- destroy ourselves in the process? Possibly. You can do. You can. Okay. You can indeed. I lift my holy sword up into the sky. I lift my one of my tentacles. And I, the sun beams down into it. And as that happens, his tentacle wraps around the sword and it becomes like almost impossible to see. This combination of light and darkness that it's impossible to perceive. And we bear that blade down together with both our arms in perfect harmony onto the ghost car. All right, let me get a double roll. Okay. Okay, I got double BSCs. <laughs> <laughs> that's I think perfect. That's a crit. That's a crit. Yeah, that's a crit. I got a BSC and a two. We'll just take the crit. Yeah, let's take the <laughs> yeah. crit. So as you, so, you do that and you smash this like this like sword of light and darkness into the um, the uh, expensive and unusual computer sports car, <laughs> which <laughs> smashes into a thousand pieces in the middle of uh, of Rosedale Road. I assume Stony Brook is obliterated. Uh, the, uh, yeah, it's like like. An like, A-bomb. like yeah, exactly. It's like a bomb goes off. Like there's just like there's a blast crater. Like it like like a cloud goes up into the air. It's visible for miles around. Um, and as the smoke clears, you can see the kind of rubble of the car. And there's this like kind of wispy spirit that kind of like emerges from it in this like vaguely humanoid form that kind of like looks at you and then just like dissipates out into the air. Is it a lot like the end of Lawnmower Man? Just to kind of get a picture of it? Yeah, it's it's. I, I would put I it in like to, like to, it. It's like a little like it to tie yeah. it to a cultural touchstone. <laughs> yeah, it's totally different from that though. Also, like yeah, in another yeah, yeah. way. In that moment, I take Christy's hand, and I take Claudia's hand, and I turn around and I say, Christy, we've got one thing to do now that we have healed our friendship. And healed the world. Anything for you, Claudia. Will you join me in my final babysitting job at the Corman's house? What's left of it? Yes, I'd be honored to. <laughs> and so we babysit the Corman's, and I assume we do a pretty good job. 
You do a pretty good job. Yeah, they yeah. answer the door and are totally nonplussed by the giant like angel <laughs> god and eldritch horror. And they're like, oh, okay, cool. That's great. We'll be back by 10. Bye. <laughs> no. Oh, they're probably going to um, Shay um, Maurice. Oh, yeah, Shay Maurice. Yeah, 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 it's yeah. hard to get a reservation. The fancy, it's the Dan. That's the fancy restaurant. In yeah, Stony Brook. That's exactly what happened. They like kind of look you up and down, you know. <laughs> um, and then like the dad has like the little like the little like reservation confirmation on his phone, and he just kind of looks at it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and he looks at you, and he looks at his phone. And he's like, huh? okay. all right, don't let him watch too much TV. <laughs> did we, Dan, Dan? Did we win? Did we win? You've won. You've won. That's it. That's the game. Uh, Stony Brook is safe. Well, Stony Brook is safe from the um from the car yeah. um it's not so much safe from the um giant explosion that destroyed yeah. the town um well, arguably a bigger fault. arguably a bigger problem um than, yeah. than a couple of murders that's not but, our fault yeah. Yeah, what a wild you know, game this is it's so much so more complex than i expected yeah yeah of a 1992 yeah. children's game it seemed to work out pretty but okay. i loved it i thought i had a blast it was yeah. fun melton yeah. bradley man they put so much effort into it they really could have just he, done another he, like can- sorry he he could, he, he could have just done another like Candyland ripoff. He said some pretty complex world building and magic systems. It's a good system. I'm sorry I betrayed you, Jack, but I hope no, it's fine. you realize now it was in service of the greater good. It was in service of a greater good. I think like what we've learned, and Dan, you can speak to this, whether this is true or not, or if I've misunderstood it, is like you actually can't have one without the other. Yeah, that's really yeah. it. It's like it's like really until until the two halves merge she didn't have a hole you know what i mean like you couldn't really solve like that it's like the house divided against itself can't stand you know what i mean you you really you really needed to come together in the end to to be able to overcome the great evil and i needed to draw out the darkness with inside of you yeah well and i needed to help you find your light side yeah and i thank you for that i honor you for that uh that's really beautiful uh unfortunately that's all the time we have for today yeah Um, sadly I would like to thank you, Tanner, very much for bearing with me. I'd like to thank you, Dan, very much for um, helping us through this journey and joining us. I would like to thank the Baby Nation very much for bearing with us. Um, This is the end of the Babysitter's Club. (laughs) Yeah, period. Dan, is there anywhere people can find you on the internet that you want to... It's probably not. Can people hire probably you to be pro- their DM? That's fine. That's fine. Yeah, people can just enjoy enjoy the podcast. <laughs> Uh, I would like to remind everybody, please to subscribe to our Patreon, patreon.com slash BSCC podcast. We got to have a whole other show for the love of God. It's the only yep. way we support our families. Please do do that. It's only $5 a month. Uh, buy our merch, bit.ly slash BSCC merch. And please join our Facebook group and rate and review our show on iTunes. All that remains for me to say is that this week... We read a book. It was called The BSC Mystery Board Game. We could not have done it without the help of our faithful Dungeon Master, Dan Shannon. Thank you so much. Thank you, Dungeon Master. This week, I have been Jack Alexander Shepard. My name, as always, is Tanner Daniel Greenring. And I'm Dan Shannon. Don't have a middle name? Too good for a middle name? Uh, Joseph. Daniel Joseph Shannon. Okay. Well, this is something that I'm just learning, and I've known you for... Just a few years longer than me. As as we've established a long ass time. (laughs) Please do remember to round off the corners in your bedroom, drown all your dolls, call your senator, and demand your right to bear time. And do not forget to let daddy love you as much as I do. Remember the Delaney's. Remember the trip man. Take your dream horse through that maze. This is the way. Berries to blood. There is no God and we are his prophets. I may be a shitty boyfriend, but I'm a damn good babysitter. Claudia is wearing a bra now. And the way she talks, you would think that boys had just been invented. 
And this is dad talk for a second. The other day, um, yeah. so Miles has food allergies and often has um, what I would describe as fairly um, interesting BMs. Yep. So he and his classmates at school have learned the word diarrhea. Okay. And Jamie was on the phone talking to someone about diaries. And I was okay. feeding lunch, uh, Miles, dinner. And he just kept yelling at me, diarrhea, diarrhea, diarrhea. Because <coughs> that's what he thought we were all talking about. That sounds surprisingly like a lot of our conversations. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he's really taken after Papa. <laughs> Your kids are probably too young for Dogman. Is that right? Like the Dogman books? Excuse me? Like, um, it's like a comic book. It's by the guy who wrote Captain Underpants, if that means anything okay. to you. Um, it's, it's like, anyway, there's a, ser- there's a joke in one of the books where, um, one of the characters like, will say like, what do you get when you cross like a chicken with a turkey? I'll do, yeah. What do you get when you cross a chicken with a turkey? Um, uh, it's like an abomination of some kind. Diarrhea. 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 And then okay. all through the book, it's just like a series of just like, what do you get when like, you know, Batman, like, uh, I don't know, puts on Superman's cape. Diarrhea. Sadie loves it. Just constantly, yeah. and she'll get me out of the blue too. She'll be like, "Hey, Dad, like, what do you know? Like, what do you get if you like, you know, a bird, whatever?" And I'm like, "What? Get diarrhea, diarrhea, Jesus! You fall for it every time, every time." Thank you, Dan, for participating in uh, yeah. Dad. Uh, this has been dad talk. dad talk. I'm mostly here for the dad talk. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. yeah.